Hey there, everyone. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Smooth Burrito. I don't Hi. know why the fuck I sounded like that. I'm uh, Frank. I'm Trevor. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Let's, let's get let's this, this party this, started. Let's make this a smooth burrito. Yeah, let's make this a smooth burrito. Um, so, Trev, you been playing anything fun lately? What with, uh them new consoles that we'll get into? No. Because I don't have mine yet. Damn. Yeah, and it sounds like it sounds like um, a lot of people are having trouble getting their hands on them. You know, per COVID being a thing and the majority of people having them shipped to their house. Apparently, like, you just can't buy these things in stores even if you wanted to. My understanding, I know for Sony and PlayStation 5, they said there will be no PlayStation 5s in store on launch day. Um, I don't know about Xbox, I haven't like tried to get an Xbox, uh, but it's my understanding these will be very difficult to get in stores. And people that are pre ordering have that have pre ordered them back, um, whenever pre orders went live, are having a very difficult time like getting shipping information including myself ordered mine from walmart and apparently walmart has this thing going on where they just don't give you any information whatsoever on your on your pre-order um whether it just tells me it's coming tomorrow i don't have any shipping information i have like nothing they don't give you a fucking tracking number or anything for a 500 hundred dollar console it's funny um you you say that um because walmart did not give me any tracking or shipping information but i have this fedex app that will like tell you when shit's coming to your house and um the fedex app says something's coming but it doesn't have any information associated with said package i'm assuming it's my playstation because it's the only thing i have being shipped here and it's got all like the package information on it but it just doesn't tell me where it is so i don't know what the fuck's going on Maybe I get it tomorrow. Maybe I get it never. Who the fuck knows? Yeah. Uh, we will have to see what happens in your adventures to finally get a fucking PlayStation. To finally get a PlayStation. But people got their Xboxes. Apparently a lot of people got Xboxes yesterday. The Xbox launched yesterday. A lot of people were happy with it. Usually, you know, when consoles launch on the first day, you get all these videos of consoles getting fucked up. Like, you remember when the PS4 and the Xbox One launched, like, people were turning on their PS4s and they were broken. Like, they had, like, some specific light and they wouldn't connect to the TV. Or um, the Xbox One was, like, eating people's discs. Um, you just see a lot of that, usually, yeah. on, like, the launch day, right? But I did not, I have not seen any of that. I saw some dude who turned his Xbox uh, Series X into a vape. But since he was Polish, apparently a lot of people were just assuming that was one breaking. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, that, I think... yeah I, like there, are, I've seen PS5 overheat issues, but they're all from people who were like, this has been in a glass cabinet, or I had this shoved in my entertainment center. Basically the same thing that will overheat, like, a PS4 that you buy from Best Buy today. You can't... You can't stick something like that in, like, a glass case that's the size of the console 
with like oh. no 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 ventilation for it to like breathe. And I think they remedied that by making the consoles too fucking big to stick in entertainment centers this time. Yeah. Yeah, the PlayStation 5 is gigantic. Did you read the article about how the designer actually had designed it to be bigger than it is? No, I didn't. That's insane. And the engineer said, you can't make it this big. It's too big. Like, cut it down in half. In half? That, that Wow. That was going to be a server rack. Dude, how would you even fit that? Something that large anywhere near your TV? You, it would have to, like, you would literally have to make it so that the TV can sit on top of it. The TV can sit on top of it. Yeah, that's literally it. Like, like you would that, have what to... are you going to do with this fucking server blade that's just in your house? It's ridiculous, dude. The fact that... The fact that they were going to make that thing bigger is just baffling to me. To me, it should be much smaller. I, I mean... The Xbox may look like a fridge, but it is much more to my liking aesthetically. Yeah, it's PS5. more it, it like it definitely does not draw the eye nearly as much. And I feel like with its shape, it'll be easier to get it out of the way. Because like the floor footprint, I guess you could stand the PS5 up on its side, but there's always a certain sense of this wasn't really meant to do this that you get whenever you do that, I feel. Yeah. Especially because it comes with like this stand platform thing the PS5 does. Like, because that tells me, then the stand has to be like flipped over to sit on its side, which tells me like we have to make it sit on its side. It's just not meant to do that. But it's way too large for anyone to stand it up. Like, where yeah, we have to make it that? do the PlayStation thing. I have and... to like buy a new entertainment center to stand it up. <laughs> I don't think anyone has an entertainment center big enough to stand that thing up in their fucking heat-baked drawers. The easy-baked console oven. The easy-baked console oven, that's good. But, yeah, I, uh, I think the one that I'm most... I'm not buying either of them at launch, really. Like, I don't... It... I don't have enough enthusiasm for anything to not wait until we get a slim out of these that have work through any potential design issues that these are going to have, although they are both so goddamn over-engineered when it comes to heat that I don't think we're going to see a lot of heat problems out of them. No, but, I don't. Uh, did you? And Sony made this thing where, like, the fan is controlled by software so they can push out updates to control the speed of the fan over time, um, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, and that's a good idea. Um but I do, like, the one that I'm most interested in, I think, is probably the Series X, just for the backwards compatibility. We have a lot of reports coming in on various games, on both consoles, don't get me wrong, but, like, on the Series X 360 games that were chuggy messes, like Sonic Unleashed, that finally run at full speed. <laughs> yeah, Xbox went all out, like, Gears 5 is, like, 4K, 60... Ori and the Will of the Wisps is fucking 4K 120 or 6K 60 frames per second. And I'm like, that's nuts. Okay. Um, Sony went and like what I saw in Digital Foundry's video, um, they do like tech analysis for shit like this all the time. And what I saw is like, if 
Sony didn't cap the frame rate on like if the developers didn't cap the frame rate somewhere on their games, then they ran at 60, right? So in and in um like you know how you could choose performance mode or like in, like resolution mode. Um if you chose resolution mode before, it usually was hitting around 30 frames per second or was locked at 30 frames per second. Um, now, if you choose resolution mode on the backwards compatible games on PS5, if the frame rate was unlocked, a lot of them are hitting like 4K60. Um, and then there's also some specific developers that went in and like upgraded their games, like Ghost of Tsushima, Days Gone, Bloodborne. Bloodborne finally got a 4K60 update, which is great uh, because that never even got a PS4 Pro update. Um, so that's awesome. So there are I know several people who will probably end up with a PS5 just for that. Yeah. So that Sony is like doing some good shit for backwards compatibility. And Digital Foundry did also mention that the older PS4 games before the PS4 Pro came out that didn't have the option for like resolution or quality or whatever usually had unlocked frame rates that hit like 1080p or whatever but were like around 30 to 40 frames per second whereas the xbox was like lower because it wasn't as powerful the xbox one and the initial ps4 um, and those older third-party games are running better on the ps5 than they are on the xbox series x i can't um, wait for our first bethesda game to have the physics be fucked up because it has an uncapped frame rate oh yeah i know right like because like, that that was totally a thing on the ps or on the pc when it uh when fallout 4 came out is that they still tied the uh, the physics to the frame rate and not to some tick value. Because, I don't know, apparently they're fucking children over there and don't learn anything ever. <laughs> well, maybe now that, they, now that they've been acquired and they're not independent, they'll, they'll learn some new lessons. Learn, learn, learn a programming, Todd Howard. Please learn a fucking programming. Please learn in programming. That's so funny. Uh, let's let's circle back around because uh, I don't want to forget about it. This podcast. Um, I have been playing a shitload of Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R on Steam. Now that it has nice. a rollback netcode beta, and that has been great. It's buttery smooth. I haven't really had like there have been a couple issues where. The lobbies will, it seems like they crash or what have you. Um, because I think what they're doing is they just implemented the the rollback on the last mile when you're actually playing a game and everything else is handled by their older networking stack. Which would make sense, it's all just menus and shit, like lobbying up. But I think sometimes in that, tr that handover, uh, things can get fucked up. I've had it freeze on me a couple times, but hey, it's in beta. And for a beta, it works exceedingly well. That got so well that they just extended it to, like, November 16th. So, if you have a copy of that game, which I think is currently, like, three bucks, uh, and you would like to play online with people, definitely pick it up and go into the beta mode. Word. Word. I also won my first fighting game tournament over the weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Street Fighter, the movie, the game, as always. Street Fighter uh, the movie the game. Which def console definitely missing is some that, is that that was like a launch title for a console. That was, was a that... launch title on the PlayStation. 
I believe. Gotcha. Yeah. So. so, but that was also the home version, which only really shares a name and like digitized graphics with the arcade version. The arcade it's version was made arcade. by different people and it plays totally differently. Okay. But that that yeah that was fun. Uh, definitely. Not as many, uh, there were a few people who would probably have beaten my ass absent, which is why I won, I think. But hey, I'll take it. Hey, no, man, you should, you should take it. It's a good thing. Yeah. How about you? Been playing anything good? Not really, man. Just, I've had a hard time getting into anything, because all I could think about is the PS5. Um... I'm holding off on a lot of the new games that have been coming out to play them on that console. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, because I don't really want to play a bunch of a game that's going to perform significantly better on an inferior console just because I can't wait. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like Assassin's Creed and, and Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs I did play because I got a review copy, so I played that on PC. But I haven't played like some of the like a lot of the other stuff i'm just waiting on it man uh, and it's hard to like get into some of the ps4 games right now because of the fact that i know the ps5 is coming please excuse yeah. the background noise from my daughter screaming no worries um yeah i like i am someone who games mostly on their pc if i can get like a version for it so even if I had pre-ordered stuff and there was stuff I wanted to play, I probably would have grabbed it on PC. That's honestly one of the reasons why I'm not crazy interested in these consoles is because, you know, 90% of releases come out for PC at this point. You know, we've been over it. Like, if you have yeah. a VPN of PC, I don't see a reason why you would that, get either of these things. But So I like playing games on consoles better. The ecosystem, etc., is just more catered to me and my preferences like i like trophies i like, like a lot of my friends play on console and things like that i do like the tinkering factor on pc it's just that my pc is not powerful enough to run like especially some of these games that are catered for next gen um at like ultra settings so that's frustrating to me and now i'm in that situation where i'm like no i need to buy like a rtx 3080 you know like i'm always in that like mindset where i want the biggest and bestest thing well, the good news is that the new AMD card has 3080 performance for, like, a good chunk, like, $300 less, apparently. Yeah, that is that is a good deal. I mean, what are the 3080s? They're, like, 900 bucks or something? $1,200. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think that I like playing games on PC, I do, but and the tinkering is good, and it's fun. It's just I can't... I like the fact that when I go on console, I'm getting like at least these next gen consoles. Hopefully, I'm getting like a something close to a 4K 60 performance without doing a lot of tinkering. And I can't yeah. see those sacrifices I'm making in a menu because when I'm in a PC and I see the sacrifices I'm making, like when I'm having to like knock certain settings down to medium, it's like, oh no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. The, the the ability to max out a game that you've been having trouble with is a very, very good feeling. I still can't max out Hitman 2 all the way and get the frame rate I want. 
and now that ray like tracing a is a thing solid 60 now that ray oh, tracing yeah. is a thing dude it like makes the game look so much freaking better so now i'm sitting here trying to like turn on ray tracing and then make sacrifices elsewhere and trying to find the perfect balance and it's so hard dude someone is going to find a way to ham in ray tracing into these older games if they haven't already and then like i have a feeling these consoles especially given the fact that covid has made game development timelines longer and just the fact that we're getting into console eras where the porting is simpler i'd say or if not if not porting from your older console there's an x86 pc version that was probably pretty good that you can port to your new x86 based console with relatively little effort I think we're going to see a lot of back catalog HD re-releases. Yeah, I agree. Um, I do like... Apparently they're re-releasing a bunch of old Atlas stuff. I do appreciate this gen being the whole, like, free upgrade thing um, that they're doing. Because last gen it was like, you have to rebuy everything at $60. So, like, if you wanted to play Last of Us on the PS4, you had to buy it. For sixty dollars, if you wanted to play Madden on the PS4, you had to buy it for sixty dollars. Same with all the sports games. Um, if you wanted to buy like any game that you had already played on PS3 and play it on PS4 with very minimal upgrades, mind you, um, you had to rebuy it at full price. This time, a lot of these games have full um, free upgrades from the PS4 to the PS5 version with save transfers. I think, yeah, and I think that that was a practice that was started on PC, and it was probably started, to be honest, for a reason as banal as we don't want to keep the, like, whatever whatever listing fee or whatever we have to pay to keep the older versions on this platform, we just don't want to do it. Right. Uh, that might be 100% made inside my ass and i just pulled it out that might be total horse well shit, i mean it makes sense and it, it would also sense. i think i think at this point it was just like um it seemed like a really old way of doing shit now that every we're not talking about a ps2 to ps3 upgrade we're like sd to hd anymore right where graphics are just so complete everything like the difference between the game is so ridiculously significant that it, it warrants another full price purchase. I yeah, just and don't. there's also the fact that, like, take The Last of Us, for example. Going from whatever the hell weird shit you had to do to code on the PS3 to coding on the PS4, you actually have to put port work into that. You can't just, yeah, like, true. have the game run at a faster frame rate and maybe stick in an HD texture pack. Yeah, that, that processor was a son of a bitch. For sure. Yeah, the cell processor. I don't think yeah. anyone got the full, full potential out of that advantage. thing, except I mean, maybe, maybe Naughty, Naughty Dog. Dog. Yeah, yeah maybe Naughty Dog because their games always looked so significant, looked and performed so significantly better than everything else on the. Yeah, PS. and they, they're basically like since the PlayStation One, they have been the guys who squeeze the most out of the these consoles possible studio. Yeah, for sure. Like they definitely have some, some fucking premier developers over there oh yeah um but yeah I, I think with pc 
you know, going back to the whole ray tracing thing, I don't know how well ray tracing is going to work on consoles. I know that Watch Dogs Legion, for example, run like looks night and day different with ray tracing on and off. I mean, it is a completely different looking game. Like ray tracing off looks last gen, ray tracing on looks next gen. It's just that simple. Like if you turn ray tracing off, the game does not look that great. Yeah, it's you have because all the lighting gets right? baked and it's not dynamic anymore. Yeah, but re- when you right when you turn like ray tracing on, uh, like get ray tracing above medium, it's a completely different gaming experience, dude. It's like so way better. If if like 360 era was the era of brown video games, and um, what well, what would you call PS4 era? The era of texture popping. The era of texture popping and. And and they didn't figure out anti-aliasing until yeah. like halfway through the generation. This is going to be the era of everything being wet. Yeah, every, puddles are going to be superb. Yeah, look at this. Look at all this hot tracing we can do with this water. Yeah, dude, it's going to be fucking tight. I do wonder, like, so those consoles ray tracing performance is probably going to be dependent on if they have a good hardware solution for it, I would say, because if you don't have one, the amount of power that you have to throw at a processor to get it to be able to do it at, like, 4K60 is nuts, just like a general-purpose processor. They do say that that it's hardware-based. They haven't given any details on what, like, the specifics on that hardware um, is, really. They've really only... They haven't even really gone into super detail on gpu performance other than the whole fucking teraflops number which doesn't really tell you much of anything um so i mean we'll see i think it's all just a matter of like we'll see what happens but from what i'm seeing so far on just launch games there is a pretty significant difference like i am noticing a difference in the way the games looked more from PS4 to PS5 and Xbox One to Series X than I did from PS3 to PS4. Yeah, I think I'm looking they're, forward they're... to that technology, like that ray tracing hardware technology. I guess yeah, it would be trickling down it. at this point to PC if it's not something already in like a 3080 that I'm just not aware of or something. Right, right. But I think. Unless you have more to talk about, that's enough for new consoles for now. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Let's instead talk about, like, gutting a Metapod and putting yourself inside it, which is a thing that you can apparently do now thanks to Nintendo and whoever the fuck is making this hilarious, hilarious sleeping bag. Oh, it's a P-Bandai item, huh? That makes a lot of sense. It does. It's called the I Don't Want to Go Out Metapod. And apparently it's intended as something that people crawl in while working from home. How are you supposed to work in this? I don't fucking... Like, I guess if you... Maybe this is for break time. Or maybe you have (laughs) the the laptop inside there with you. He looks so mad, dude. Yeah. Like somebody forced him to do it and he's not happy about it. Scroll down the page and the, the diagram on how you're supposed to use it is as yeah, good. Yeah, I see it. And he's looking at himself in a mirror. 
like, if you like it. This photo alone can be used for so many things that I'm going to open it for later. This is beautiful. That's probably going to be part of my streaming layout now. This is a Kotaku article, by the way. So if anybody wants to go see these pictures. Yeah, that's a good point. Ridiculous this is. It is on Kotaku.com. The article is called Go Ahead and Crawl Inside a Pokemon. Um, <laughs> and it's written by... Brian Ashcraft. There it is. There it is. It's like 400 bucks, I think. 300 $335. That's which extremely is, expensive. That's the Japanese this. price extrapolated into Ameribucks. Uh, so it might be different if it does make it here. There's no word on that yet, but I really hope it does. That's so expensive. It is. That. But if you're an idiot with if extra you're money an idiot with extra and a fiance who likes to be really cozy and also likes Pokemon. Are you this talking is about what you? We, Yes, of course I'm talking about me. Of course I'm talking about me. <laughs> this is a good gift, so that might go on my list. It wouldn't be okay. the first P Bandai thing that I've bought. Although, Lord knows when it would actually get here. But yeah, Better. when while you're wrapping yourself up in your Metapod, you can wrap yourself in these sales numbers from Marvel's Avengers. Uh, they're so bad. 6.5 billion yen loss. Let's uh, translate that into dollars. I want to see. So that is... 61... Uh, am I still... Yeah. 61 million dollars. Loss. Not for Marvel's Avengers. game. It doesn't no. help that even if the game, like, even if the meat of the game itself was good, they didn't put that forward. I never Nobody saw even it. knew there was a story mode, dude. Like, they never even advertised the story mode. They never even told people what this game was. No. And the story mode is the best part of the game. It, honestly, it felt it, like, the run-up to it felt like an, aven an Avengers MMO or a mobile game or something. And it wasn't that. No, but they positioned it so hard as, like, a game gas game games as a service game that they basically annihilated any way for people to know what kind of game this is actually supposed to be yeah it was a wreck so not good the story mode was good i enjoyed it but after like 10 to 12 hours of the story mode i was done and i have not played it since yeah we talked yeah, on one podcast about just how incredibly bad the games as a service part of that game was it was terrible. Oh yeah, and like that? the worst one I've ever played. That was what was front and center between that and the conga line of nickel and diming they did for like costumes and like even a fucking character in the game. It just it put I have a feeling it put a bad taste in everyone's mouth. That it probably started with them failing to secure the the likeness rights, but still deciding to plow through with, like, an MCU design. Yeah. Anyway. Good. good rinse to bad rubbish. I will, like, if it goes sub two bucks or something, I will pick it up for gigs, I think. The That's story mode's okay. It's pretty fun. But the rest of it's bad. Yeah. Um, it's not worth the price of admission. 
Something that I want to tack onto this just because I thought of it and it's not in our notes. Did you see the graphics for the, like, you remember 13, that game on, like, PlayStation and Xbox? I do, and that comes out today, doesn't it? Yeah, and it looks like they put not, no effort into it. It lo- like, And nobody's even talking about it. No, because it, it looks like fucking Fortnite. It doesn't have any cell shading. The models look like they were designed by somebody on Fiverr. They're not bad, but they're just passable. They're passable in the same yeah, way that the old 13 bad. models were, but without yeah, the cell shading to cover it up. And then I saw the really scene where, there. like, that guy gets sniped across the roof and it does that cool comic book panel thing where yeah. it, like, shows him an inset yeah, and then has, like, the... Literally right now. Yeah, they removed everything except, like, adding a camera source to the guy getting shot, and even that yeah. looks half-assed. It's terrible. It's pretty bad. And that was, like, the one define Aside from the fact that it was a good GoldenEye-alike for the Xbox... Uh, in like an era where everyone was focused on Halo, the cell shading look of it and the effort put into the atmosphere and the graphics was the th- reason people played that fucking game. Yeah, but I think what happened is that this property, like Thirteen as a whole, and the comic it's based on, ended up in the hands of some unsavory licensor who's just looking to make a quick buck. Yeah, because. They released the 13 series a while back, and that was also bland dog shit. Yeah. Not good, man. Another negative video game related thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're we're full of them. It's just the it's the tenor. Yeah, it's what we do, man. You know, <laughs> we're we're just trying to keep it real with y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're just sitting here keeping it real, spreading facts. Spreading facts. Spreading, spreading these facts, like for some fucking reason. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this actually because uh you remember Mike Z at all? Um vaguely. He was the head of Lab Zero Games, the company that made Skullgirls. Yep. Lab Zero had that big falling mm-hmm. out after it was revealed that he's a sex pervert. Yep, yep. So apparently Ark they've already fired him, but Ark had the genius idea of hiring him to work on like Guilty Gear Strive or actually I don't even think it was Strive I think it was the GGPO beta for Accent Core but either way they decided to fucking hire him because no one thought that would be a bad idea and then when it blew up in their face they were like okay never mind (laughs) (laughs) oh my god man (laughs) I don't have yeah he was working on the GGPO implementation And granted, Skullgirls was one of the first games to use that, and, like, he was probably instrumental in that, but optics, don't don't fucking hire this guy. There are other people who know how to make rollback netcode that aren't, like, both a sex pervert and a shit business shithead. Right. 100% agree. Anyway, that's all I had on that. I I just thought that was real dumb. Real dumb. Uh, and the last of uh, first attack here, which I didn't even announce. Whoops. And it's not even the last. I'm wrong on two fronts. Let's talk about CG Project Red. Sure. So that Cyberpunk release date has been reaffirmed to December 10th from their yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Um. Let's see. 
Do you think that they're going to make it? Or do you think, think so, that they'll man. have to deal with another fucking round of death threats? I think they'll make it. I mean, September 10th is so close, dude. Yeah, it is. Like, the game already went gold. Like, whatever they're doing now is just like a fucking launch day patch. Dude. You have to assume that they're working on bug fix at this point. Yeah, I mean, something maybe came through QA that was somewhat game-breaking. I mean, I think it makes I think it makes December 10th. The, to think that that game would come out several months after it went gold would kind of be baffling to me. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm interested to see it from an almost entomological standpoint at this point, because, like, between the trailers that they've released, which haven't really shown off a ton of gameplay, and a few things that happened, the wind has been taken out of my sails in regards to being hype about this. I'm still probably going to pick it up and play it. I don't know if it's going to be at launch. I might wait a week to see if people are having problems. Because I remember The Witcher 3 also having launch issues, if I'm not mistaken. If you're talking, you're muted. Sorry, actually, my mic was, like, cutting out there for a second. Um, you're good. Yeah, the... The Witcher 3 did have a couple of launch issues. Um, not significant, nothing game-breaking uh, that I can recall. But I think, like, CD Projekt Red, they're pretty consistent. I mean, their games all come out to be quite polished. I mean, we're not talking about, like, Bethesda here. And maybe they're just... Maybe they're trying to get out of the way of, like, the Onslaught of November releases one. To maybe they're trying to work on something that may potentially be game breaking for some people, um, or maybe there's just like a couple of extra, like polished things they wanted to add to it. But I think this makes December tenth. I, I don't see it missing. I mean, it's November eleventh right now. Yeah, like that's less than a month away from launch. And they've gone. They went gold like a month and a half ago. So I just don't see. I just don't see it getting pushed again. Yeah, I, I think, think they're gonna make it. You don't. You don't like put that in your fucking Twitter banner if you're not sure about making it. Yeah, I think that they know. I think like it could potentially just be like almost ready to go like right now, and they are trying to just get away from like this console launch period. Um, and it also gives and, them time to hammer out any like. Not necessarily game-breaking, like, known shippable stuff that you can still just work on to provide a smoother experience for people. Right, exactly. And, I mean, just, like, I'm sitting here trying to think of all the games that I'm going to get, like, at launch. I initially thought that this was not that great of a launch lineup, but, like, there's, like, four or five games that I want to have, like, launch day for, like, the PS5. Um. Cyberpunk 2077 would literally be, in my personal opinion, would be, like, the only game I would play. But I know I'm not the only one like that. I mean, we're they've got, like, Call of Duty, NBA 2K, like, all the sports games that, like, sell millions and millions and millions of copies. They've got, like, the new Assassin's Creed game that's getting positive reviews, um, Spider-Man, Demon's Souls, etc. So, like, there's a lot of games out there that cater to different audiences, and maybe um, Cyberpunk just wants to cut out its own part of the year 
I mean, yeah. games that games that release in December typically do very well because not a lot of games release in December. Like, I remember Xenoblade Chronicles 2 came out in like mid to late December for Nintendo, and that game probably did way better than it would have if it had launched like one or two months earlier. Oh, yeah. Picking your release window for games and, and anything really is very important. Yeah. That's and part I, of the reason why games half the time release on Tuesday. Yeah, I know. They started moving, they started changing that around, man. Like a lot of games releasing on Fridays. Watch Dogs released on like a Thursday. Like, there's just like a lot of weird release dates now. But, um, yeah, I think, I think that Cyberpunk probably like C Project Red, I mean, with Cyberpunk one and two, get some extra polish and probably eliminate a couple extra bugs and then yeah, launch it in its own me. like little window i think they'll hit december 10th i don't think they would have announced december 10th as a date if they didn't if they thought there was any like even a one percent chance that they didn't hit it speaking of cd project red so we have video of the witcher 3 fast travel loading on the xbox series x and it's so fast that it reminds me of when morrowind breaks oh yeah because it's like it shows like the bottom, like it like cuts to like this weird frame and then yeah. instantly loads. And this is without optimizations. I'm sure that they will patch in like really all you have to do is wait until it recognizes that, hey, Geralt is actually on the ground in this environment loaded. And then like you could just toss a load screen over there for five seconds. Yeah, exactly. But it is quick. Dude, it is so fast. And those load times for fast travel used to be so long. It, so it, It's like the fast travel in my fucking modded Skyrim. Except that's like a what? A 10-year-old game running on new hardware whereas this is I guess this would still be like a 10-year-old game running on new hardware at this point or at least a 5-year-old game. I feel like these SSDs are like a lot faster than what I had expected. Oh, yeah, M2 SSDs are a massive upgrade, even over just regular-ass SATA SSDs. I know. Um, and I think the Series X has, like, a 2.7 gigabits per second, and the PS5 has, like, a 5.5 or something. And yeah. so I, I feel like load times are going to be pretty much non-existent for a it's... lot of games that are optimized for it. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, and that's perfect. Like that oh, yeah. is an instant next gen upgrade that you will notice in like right away. You take that thing out of the box and you will notice that. So awesome. Like good on them for doing I that. might stick my actually after this, I think I might uh pull my computer out and stick my M2 drive that I've had sitting here in my PC. Nice. I'm not yeah, going I, to experience any sick, nasty load times because all my games still load off of uh, the larger SATA solid state that I have. But Speaking of the storage on the new consoles, expanding that storage is apparently extremely expensive or very difficult for the time being. And games are getting very big, um, yeah. so that's concerning. I, I feel There's, like... Apparently, at least on PS5, I'm seeing reports of there being no way to, like, cold storage a game. So say you have, like, um, I don't know, Uncharted Master Collection or whatever the fuck installed. 
and you want to move that to your external so that you can free up the actual game hard drive for the new Spoderman so it like has the nice loading time and shit. There's no way yeah. to pack that onto your external. You just have to delete it. Um, yeah, you can. That's the case with PS5 games. You can run and store PS4 games on external hard drives, but PS5 games cannot go on external, no matter how fast your external drive is. That's really weird. I can well, I can understand not being able to run them, but you would think that yeah, you would at least be able them. to put you can them do there. that on Xbox on Series X. You can. Yeah, on Series you X, you can to. on for next gen games. You can store them on any external. I think that this is just another instance of Sony not understanding how internet in America works and what a bandwidth cap is. Yeah, I mean, internet's just not as good over here, dude. It's just not, especially in, like, the Midwest areas. Um, It sucks that... And apparently there's only, like, 670 gigs of available storage to use on the PS5 and no way to upgrade it right now. Yeah, because, they definitely they went smaller because, you know, it's new hard drive tech. Yeah, and so because of the new hard drive tech, there's there's very few like SSDs that you can even buy that are compatible with the PS5 because the PS5 SSD is like at a ridiculous clock speed. So you have to buy an SSD at at least that clock speed that will work. And Sony just hasn't released a list of compatible SSDs yet because, like, as soon as that happens, they said you can upgrade it, and I've seen the teardown. It's not that complicated, um, but they just need to release a list of compatible ones. So we, you know, like, we're gonna spend like probably a couple hundred dollars at least on upgrading the SSD. Um, we know like what to buy. Yeah, that's actually gonna work. Well, uh, one thing that will at least alleviate those hard drive space woes is if you have, and granted this won't help you if you're on PlayStation, and it might not help you if you're on Series X, but apparently these Series S games are significantly smaller. Like, Gears 5 is 40% smaller on Series S. and That's interesting, because the hard drive on Series S is so small, so I was wondering about that. It just has to come down to the fact that, like, they are serving a smaller, lower-res texture pack since the Series S can't do above 1440, which is how it should be. Even if you have a Series X, I think you should have that option. There are certain games that I wouldn't bother, especially if I'm running them in, like... And granted, I might be mixing metaphors with PlayStation 5, and if I am, I apologize. But there are certain games that I... Like, especially if I'm running them in performance mode where I want to squeeze every last drop of speed out of them i wouldn't mind going down to 1440p textures yeah i know what you mean yeah or if you're just being space frugal this is the same thing that i talked about with the bloating pc game sizes that like these game companies need to realize that you should have hd textures as like a separate download yeah yeah for sure i agree that way I don't have to have 200 gigs of Call of Duty on my system on the off chance that, like, one of my friends wants to play it next month. Yeah, that game is so big, dude. 200 gigs, it's nuts. I I was wondering, what the hell is eating all of my hard drive, and then I look at that. Yeah, and then I uninstalled it. Oh, right yeah, away. same. Like, I chucked that in the bin. That, nobody's eating, like, that's half of my new hard drive. 
so ridiculous, dude. It's so uh, absurd. Yeah, you know what else is ridiculous? Apparently, th this is a bit of older news, but uh, apparently, after Halo Infinite uh, got delayed, they have lost one of their top directors. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, yeah. it, it could be his fault. Like, that shit's so fucked up. Yeah, you never the know. Game did not look great, and people were mad about it. So, and some new blood in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, they did have to bring in, like, two different old, uh, other, like, guys who had been working on Halo for forever. Yeah, I know what you mean. So it's like, yeah, I think that this game is going to be a completely different product from what we saw like three or four times before the launch of the Series X. I think they were just like, look, everyone hates it and this cannot be a miss. So go back to the drawing board. Yeah, this is this a Halo game will sell your fucking console if you do it right. If you do it yep. wrong, nobody will care, as evidenced by Halo 5. Yeah. I mean, Halo 5's multiplayer was great, and nobody gave a shit about it because the campaign was so bad. Yeah. It made no fucking bad. sense. It was incoherent gibberish. Yeah, it was nonsense. Um, the characters were, like, all bad. and uh, But the multiplayer was super fun. Like, the new implementations in the multiplayer were great. I thought the yeah. multiplayer in Halo 5 was, like, the best Halo multiplayer has ever been. I like going on really... Ascension and stomping around in the new Metal Gears. Yeah, and nobody really paid attention to that because Halo 5 is just known as, like, the really, really bad Halo game. So Honestly, at this point, I think they might be better off just releasing, like, and I could be getting Galaxy Brain with it, but can you imagine if Microsoft decided to pull a Fortnite and just made a multiplayer-only Halo that was that free and me. supported by, like, costume They did bullshit? say that the multiplayer would be free to play in Infinite. Yeah. So, so, I mean, hey, maybe that's, like, their step that. in that direction, yeah. Um, so, I mean, similar to, like, Call of Duty did with Warzone. Yeah. Um, which was the best part of Call of Duty, so. I can't imagine that, like, every shooter doesn't adopt the Team Fortress 2 model of selling you hats going forward. Yeah. You know, and it's working. And people like to buy that shit. Yeah. You know? But it yes. also doesn't, like, give you any, like, a leg up in the game, so... Yeah, it just it lets you look stupid, which is what I appreciate. Yeah, that's the way it should be, man. Well, let's go from talking about in-game hats to talking about gamer hats. Are we talking about VR? Gamer hat junction over here. Yeah, we're talking about VR. Oculus! Which uh, has just freshly been bought by Facebook. Well, I mean, they were always Facebook, but like now the Facebook is infiltrating. It's infiltrating. Yeah, I don't know why I said bought by Facebook. It's always been a Facebook product, but you were able to forget because you could have just an Oculus account. No more. Um, we already know that in like 2022 or whatever, you are going to be required to have a Facebook account with your Oculus if you already have an Oculus account. If you don't, and you're buying a new one, you have to sign up for that shit now. And, if you have multiple devices, this happened to a dude on Reddit who had to talk to Facebook support, if you have multiple Rifts, you can only have one Rift per Facebook account, and they cannot share games. 
Oh, man. I shouldn't say Rift, it's the Quest, but, like, if you have one of their new headsets, their new standalone jobbies, yeah, no game sharing for you. You have to have it connected to a single Facebook. It's against their TOS to connect them, like, connect more than one headset to a single one, and if they catch you, um, even if you're able to do it, they, they will apparently you, like fucking, like, thing. yeah, they will apparently just brick your fucking console. That's stupid. Which it's a console Boo. now. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck that. And also, if you deactivate your Facebook account, say goodbye to all your Oculus crap. Oh my gosh. Yeah. De what? Just deactivating, not deleting. If you deactivate your Facebook account, you can't access Oculus anything. Facebook accounts get hacked like every like I've got my Facebook account has been hacked multiple times. Just because it's just something that people do, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck happens? Because my shit got deactivated, and I had to, like, the process you have to go through to get your account back is completely absurd and takes weeks. Oh, yeah, because um, they're now hooking this console into the Facebook apparatus, and Facebook's entire ethos, and granted Google's ethos, too, I'm not... Any, any company who is offering the customers a product, for lack of a better term, who just, like offers a free thing and hoovers up information always have this very laissez-faire hands-off technical support style that isn't going to fucking work if you're actually slinging hardware i know like if you're putting stuff on the table you can't be like oh we'll get back to you whenever or never if our shit doesn't work or never i'm Just still one of those two i stopped using facebook like four years ago due to a bug that I emailed Facebook support about that I'm still waiting on the email back for. That's hilarious. Yeah, I only use Facebook because, like, members of my family use Facebook and I live on, like, the opposite side of the country, so. Yeah, I, I was going to delete mine after a wedding, but I, I think I need to keep it around, like, especially if we do get a COVID vaccine, I need to keep it around to get the tournament invites that I get sent. Because yeah. a couple of the old heads who do those don't use anything except Facebook. Right. So I'm going to have it around for that, I think. But yeah, don't buy an Oculus. I don't care. If you can get one for free, sure. But if you have to plunk down 400 bucks or how much the quest costs, don't do it. Wait for something that has more of an open ethos and it's just a fucking display protocol because that's what it should be because there are already right. headsets like that in the works yeah there are and then vr is something i think over the next couple years is gonna blow up quite a bit more than it did like what was it three or four years ago when they had like a slew of vr headsets releasing yeah but i think we're gonna get that Slow yeah, we're, we're trying to, like, this is just Facebook trying to eat their market share while they can, really. Yeah. We've got and the wireless one. Hackers have already fucking jailbroken the Facebook login out of the Quest 2. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Uh, it's this uh, hacker collective called XS, uh, XRSI. Excuse me. They are big right-to-repair people. I always support that. Um, in... Anything. You should be able to repair your cell phone. You should be able to repair any piece of tech that you own. Because you fucking own it. I don't care what the toss says. Yeah. You should be able to repair it. 
and fuck with the software or do what you want with it. You know, Facebook's probably going to block this because that's what they pay people six figures to do, right? But, Mm -hmm. um, they got the jailbreak off of a five grand bug bounty. Wow. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. So, you know, if the, assuming that these people or others who are like-minded have enough resources, they can just keep throwing bug bounties and keep jailbreaking this thing. And now it's a game of whack-a-mole. Congratulations, Facebook. You did it. You did it. You created another vector for you to get hacked under. So funny. I can't wait until someone hacks my Oculus to steal my Facebook account. Oh, jeez, man. Uh, moving on to much, much dumber news. Uh, so, again, this is from, like, 1027, so it's a bit old, but I just have to talk about it. There's a new Kingdom Hearts Rhythm game out called Kingdom Hearts yeah. Melody of Memory, mm, and its band list of words is pretty interesting, including um, Robitussin and Honkers. Robitussin, that's so funny. Yeah. Like. And obviously, uh, like, the rest of the words you'd expect, but you can't use the word Prozac or Quaalude. Like. Fuck me if somebody asks what antidepressant I'm on, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's odd. Robitussin. I guess that, like, it's technically a drug reference-ish, but not really. Like, Robitussin is literally just a brand of medicine. Yeah, I don't get it. You can make lean with it, but not, like... Nobody's given the instructions out in the Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, it's not like you go to the store and buy Robitussin. There's instructions on the back on how to make lean. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's a fucking, like, can of Tony Saturies or some shit. (laughs) <laughs> where it has a recipe on the pack. Wow. Oh man. Um, I guess rounding out our start, our deep dive into stupidity that we've ended up on. So you know that guy who said that shit about Stadia. Yeah. Or the Stadia guy who rather said that shit about streamers. Well, Google uh, came out with a statement that was basically like, we don't know what the fuck that guy's talking about. Oh, yeah, that's pretty funny. And we believe, to quote, uh, YouTube's lead over gaming, commerce, and immersive. That's just his title. It ends at immersive. I don't know what that means. But we believe that publishers and creators have a wonderful symbiotic relationship that has allowed a thriving ecosystem to be created. One that has mutually benefited everyone. No shit. YT (laughs) is focused on creating value for creators, publishers, and users. All ships rise when we work together. Wow. Coda to this. So, you want to talk about the YouTube Premium thing, actually? Yeah, so if you have YouTube Premium, you get the free $130 Pro Stadia bundle that includes two months of Stadia Premium, which includes like free games and some other shit, uh, the game controller, and a Google Chromecast. For your TV, you basically just get the whole Stadia package, and it's free. Yeah, 
Um, it's just completely free. <laughs> you have to remember to cancel Stadia Pro, or else you might inadvertently spend ten bucks. But even for yeah. ten bucks, it's a free Chromecast and the controller. Fuck Stadia. Like, yeah, fuck Stadia. Uh, also, Stadia. you have to remember to redeem it after they send you a separate separate email, like two hours later. Yeah, I is... went through the process. It was convoluted and annoying. But well, so, yeah, but it's it a, also it's a took fucking redemption. Like, it also took like ten minutes. Yeah. to get free one like 130 dollars worth of shit for free so sure like i know a lot of people that pre-ordered this bundle and were like super excited about it at one point and i just got it for free same and i'm totally just gonna cancel the fucking i'm I'm probably not even going to use stadia unless i want to laugh at it like i definitely am gonna use it just to see like i have it's just something i've never even tried so like i'm definitely gonna try it to see just if it's as bad as like everything i've ever seen about it says it is um but dude just the chromecast alone and the controller and the ability to try it all is just free yeah like why not you know if you're I mean? one of the many people who have fallen ass backwards and having youtube premium like i am it's a great deal although i'm totally yeah. dumping youtube premium like next month too so thanks for yeah. the free, free crap assholes yeah thanks i like free stuff um yeah that's it for that and other interesting news the watchdogs legion source code has been leaked and it is 560 gigs yeah dude that's crazy it's like a lot that's a lot of if it's if it's literally just the source code and i assume that the models and excuse me i assume the models and textures and everything have to be included in that yeah, and 560 gigs, I would assume. 560 gigs uh, in just text is huge, but... That's absurd. Yeah. There's, there's uh, definitely assets in there. So if, if someone has pointed out that if they have, like, they apparently Watch Dogs Legion is going to use the Nuvo at some point, although it might not be at launch. If they have the Nuvo code in this source code leak and it's not just a blob... That might go a long way to finally allowing people to crack around it without it taking forever. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, definitely a weird high-profile leak. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a game about hacking, so... (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's appropriate. Makes you a bit of a target. I, I think if I were Ubisoft, I would have leaned into it, but... You know, that probably comes with a few caveats that mean you can't. Yeah, I know. Especially for, like, big corporations, companies like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might actually take a look at some of that code just to see how much of it I understand, if any. Right. I mean, it's a huge AAA game. Probably the first release that was um, aimed at next-gen. So, it'd be interesting to see. Oh, yeah. Um, this last thing, got two more things left actually, but this, uh, portal mod looks interesting to me. Um, someone was making a game called, well, it's a mod for portal Two, but it's, uh, its own game called portal reloaded mm-hmm. and it adds a square portal that takes you back and forward in time. Interesting. So I think that like, that's, that's, unless you created a smell portal. 
looks funny. That would be the only way to expand the game. It's going to have 25 puzzles in a small but contained story. Deliver through more than 100 custom voice lines. That'll be pretty rad. Look for that on Steam on in 2021. Yeah, that's that, that's actually super like So I suppose it time travel like in the game is just really a matter of it's a it's an it's a duplicate of the room that has different attributes but it's still a cool idea yeah it is i i do think it's a cool idea um last thing of the day the big the big the big sandwich i guess i guess it's not really the big sandwich do we even sell sandwiches here or is it just burritos i mean is a burrito a sandwich I don't I don't want to get into potentially Twitter detonating treaty negotiations as to whether or not a sandwich is a burrito at this juncture. <laughs> I mean what makes a burrito? Do the does the outside just have to like connect? It has to be wrapped, right? So no, a burrito would not be a sandwich. Yeah. Um, I suppose anything can't. that you can put into a tortilla would be a burrito, right? Yeah. Um like so yeah, I mean like we sell smooth burritos, but just like just like any good restaurant, we want a nice variety, you know. You know, we want the ability for people to buy sandwiches if they want them. Yeah. So let's Here's... we sell we sell smooth sandwiches too. Here's a smooth sandwich of hot bullshit. You probably don't want to eat that. GameStop you remember that company that's surprisingly not dead? Yeah, I do. I do remember them. Back back in the long ago when you would go into their incredibly tiny trailer like size stores and try to buy games amid the Funkos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they had a big conference recently, just like an employee thing. What do you do, right? Uh, yeah, this comes okay. to us by, via The Verge, by the way, uh, written by Jacob Kastronakis. Um, they had they were do, doing a TikTok challenge. Isn't that nice? That's uh, you know, a bit of a bit of dumb corporate uh, mandatory fun that is not notable in the slightest, except for the fact that apparently, if you won this TikTok challenge, which is some stupid dancing thing, as a store. Your store would received, uh, which is weird because it seems like it was intended to be a single winner for prizes otherwise, but you will get two Amazon Echoes, a $100 Visa gift card, and your store will get 10 additional labor hours for use during the week of Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me here? It's only 10 hours. Like, if you have 10 employees, they get, all get to work one more hour. Yeah, this is literally just, hey, for winning the stupid dance competition, you can adequately staff your store. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? You can work more. Yeah. Don't you want to work more? Don't you want to work more the day after fucking Thanksgiving? Or the day of in some location. Yeah, hopefully nobody's still fucking doing that. Do you remember that one, like, pre-Thanksgiving into Thanksgiving at Best Buy? Yep. The, the best Black Friday shift I've ever had. 
Was that the one? Did me and you work that same shift? Yeah, we did. Nobody came in. Yeah. It was like, like I late, had one because they opened all night. Yeah, they were open they on fucking all Thanksgiving. Night. All night. Like the whole fucking night. Like until like from like literally through the next day on Friday. And like no one came in after like 10. Yeah. But because I worked a split shift. I remember we did split shifts and yeah, like we did. Um, I was on right at the beginning of that and it was so busy. There were so many people um, when we opened, which was at like five o'clock or six o'clock or something on Thanksgiving Day. And then it just died off and no one came in at night, which makes sense. Yeah, I think that my. Uh, I know for a fact that I had to go to my parents' house and sleep on the couch because get like in in the shift split there was no way i was making it back home to kansas city only to immediately have to turn around yeah you got like what four or five hours off or something something like that yeah basically enough time to like shove turkey in your face and then regret it as you have to waddle into work now full of turkey Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't that's part part of the thing we're on a tangent on talking about uh Companies opening on Thanksgiving instead of Black Friday. But the thing about Black Friday is that, like, it is an artificially created psychotic retail powder keg. You you can't, like, release that pressure and expect to have the same result. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I don't think it is a good thing. Like, it really... It's just a bunch of people trampling each other to get, like, 10% off of garbage that's probably specially made for black friday and in a lot of cases yeah i mean i used to buy tvs a lot on black friday because there'd be like really good deals yeah on some of like the like mid-tier tvs where you can get like a few hundred bucks off of like last year's model or something yeah get get yourself Uh, an insignia (laughs) definitely don't do that (laughs) Just Actually, please don't get an insignia TV. Yeah. I, so, I bought my parents an insignia TV. Um, this was after I was working at Best Buy, but like, I did the research on who the fuck made it that year because it's always somebody different. Yeah, it's always someone different. And it ended up being like Hitachi or something. And I was like, I'm sure this will be fine, and they still have it. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, it might only have one HDMI port on it or something, but, like, that's all they need. I just have, like, a Roku hooked in there, and then I think I have I have a split-off. Uh, I got one of those little auto-switchers onto the Blu-ray player that they don't use ever, really. Right. But, yeah, 10 additional labor hours for Black Friday, huh? That's where we're at? That's a prize? It's not even that many hours dude oh dog that's like that's a person so ridiculous dude so terrible and also like assuming that like they make a minimum wage let's say let's pretend that the minimum wage is 15 dollars everywhere because it's not but let's pretend that is 150 dollars for the store or the the whole store yeah for the store in labor costs that's ridiculously terrible. Even, even if you double that and assume, like, there's some sort of, like, benefit cost or, like, you know, if you just double it to soak up, like, the fucking uh, social security tax or whatever. 
it's still 300 bucks. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Fucking not a good news day. Gross. Do you have next week is better. Yeah, hopefully next week's a little more uplifting. I'm sorry that we ended up with all these fucking drag-ass stories. Yeah, it's like the last five stories are just like us bashing on even getting free shit from the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're just salty, man. Like, I don't have any shipping information on my fucking PS5. <laughs> Where's my fucking <laughs> PS5, Sony? What the fuck? Everyone's like, oh, uh, it's Sony sticking it to Walmart because they let the pre-orders go live earlier. I was like, Sony's not sticking it to Walmart. They're sticking it to... No, like, Sony wouldn't do that. It doesn't make any sense because Walmart is not the one getting sticked here. It's all the people that bought PS5s. It doesn't even make sense. Like, Walmart doesn't care if you get one on launch day. Yeah. They're going to get their like, money the fucking, regardless. The fucking console is already in their hands. Like, if they had you pre-order, that means that they have it. Like... They, and they would, it's already been, it's en route. They would be able to provide shipping information if they gave a shit. I know, but they don't. I mean, we, we are talking about Walmart. Yeah. And we are Let's talking about geniuses on Twitter being like, oh yeah, they're totally doing something completely nonsensical because I don't like this company. Yeah. Conspiracy theorists. Um, When the actual the fact of the matter is like, console launch during covid so it's yeah. like i did not expect to get it on launch day i'm like disappointed that i don't have any information on when it's coming but yeah i just it's, you know if they like there's probably the same group of people who took off for cyberpunk and then sent death threats are the people who probably took off for the launch and now are now very pissed off. Like, don't take off until, like, you no. have it. Don't. Take the next fucking week off. Yeah, like, take a day off, like, the following week. Like, it doesn't... I don't know, man. Especially since on this console, like, 90% of what you're going to be playing has already been released. Or is to be released. Yeah. I mean, More, uh, just general Twitter advice. Fucking chill. <laughs> yeah, everybody relax, dude. You know, um, stop yelling at people. Stop yelling. Stop being so fucking mean, dude. Stop being so negative as I spent this entire fucking entire podcast, podcast slagging off being days, fucking kind of. negative. It's the most negative podcast we've ever done. But I don't think that's true. No, it's not. <laughs> I think we've done far more negative podcasts, but. We're not being mean to people. No, right? be mean to don't corporations. Don't go on Twitter and be mean to people. It's not okay. Don't right? And don't be mean to people who work for corporations either. Like, don't find the creative director of, I don't know, fucking ham sandwiches. I'm really hungry, dude. I'm hungry, too. <laughs> it's lunchtime. But don't find the creative director of ham sandwiches for CD Projekt Red and, like, tell them to go kill themselves or whatever. Just, like... Yeah, and don't get mad at the customer service rep at Walmart because he has no idea what the fuck's going on or even what a PS5 is. Oh, Dude, yeah. Like, That guy chill. works at Auto Parts. He doesn't even work in this department. <laughs> like, he doesn't want... Like, he... You know how many people have probably been messaging and asking about this every day? 
Oh, I'm sure it's just a mass deluge of, where's my console? Where's my console? Where's my shipping information? And yeah, you could argue, hey, don't pre-order the thing. Or don't, like, offer the pre-order for Walmart's part if you don't have it. But that that does suck. And Walmart should be held accountable for that. But do that. By, I don't know, I don't want to say vote with your wallet. Do that by expressing, like, well, first, vote with your wallet, yes. But also, do that by expressing general distaste for Walmart, I think, and don't target specific people. That was a good um, public service announcement. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's <laughs> we're ending this like an episode of G.I. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, don't stick your head in the dryer when it's turned on. Yeah, don't do that either. <laughs> yeah, bad idea. Don't don't do don't harass people on Twitter from the dryer either. That's the worst idea you can have. Yeah, that too. All of these things. <laughs> um, we're just again spitting truth out here. Yeah. Well, we that's do? that's all I have. Uh, Same here. It was good to end on on this the way we did. Yeah, end on a lesson. I think that's going to be it for us on today's extra spicy smooth burrito. Mm, yeah, it was extra spicy. Super hot sauce. We will see you guys later. Bye now.